What do you think of when you go to the Mississippi River? For us, it's Mothman, Ghosts, and Pizza. Hello and welcome to Weird Around Illinois. Today we are going to take the show on the road and talk about our trip to Tremplo and La Crosse, Wisconsin, right on the Mississippi River, where we are looking for Mothman, haunted pizza places, and whatever else may turn up while we're there. Let's get weird. We'll start with the Mothman of Tremplo. Uh, there have been multiple sightings of this creature over the years. Probably one of the most famous ones was a man who claimed to see basically a family of Mothmen on Mount Tremplo. Included like two adult Mothmen and several smaller sized Mothmen. I had honestly never heard of that before this sighting. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'd always heard of Mothman as being a solitary creature. Yeah, more of a mysterious one that doesn't have a family. Right. When they delved into this a little bit further, you know, there were some investigators who looked into it, um, including a couple of ones we've, we've seen on our, uh, our favorite Tubi channel. Um, and I found it interesting. The one investigator said, it was owls. And the other guy said, it was definitely Mothman. <laughs> so I, I don't quite know what to, what to make of that. But... Um, also in that area, in La Crosse, there was a sighting of a man-bat, which, you know, to me is pretty much the same thing as a mothman. You still got the big leathery wings, you still have the huge eyes, so uh, definitely thought that was worth checking out as well. So we started with an investigation of kind of the greater Tremplo La Crosse area. We were checking out the local rivers and lakes, which, you know, they call them lakes, I call them swamps. Yeah, you know, speaking of swamps, the one fatal flaw we didn't quite, we kind of thought about it, but we weren't expecting this. Mosquitoes were absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought we knew mosquitoes. You know, we've been fishing in Illinois, we've been we've been camping overnight. It, it's, you know, it's not like we've never seen a mosquito before. Yeah, but no, this time, there were swarms. As I was walking, I could literally see them, oh, over a thousand of them flying by my eyes only yeah terrifying and and we we had the mosquito spray but they pretty much just laughed at it yeah it made yeah. it worse in yeah. my opinion yeah maybe it didn't bite but it still made it more annoying yeah but anyway we we found out that apparently somewhere back in april i believe mm -hmm. uh there was some kind of flooding within the area and that was a good reason why there were so many moths Mosquitoes, yeah, uh, they, they were. Oh, <laughs> you, you got Mothman on the yeah. brain. <laughs> yes, but yeah, the the area's flooded, and that created this huge breeding ground for mosquitoes. And, I, and I'm sure they're usually bad by the Mississippi River anyway. But it, this was this was beyond bad. This was horrible. Yeah. It, it it was so bad that you know originally we had these great plans about how we were gonna like like camp out late at night on the river's edge and you know set out set out uh, apples in case there was a sasquatch nearby and we were gonna run our night vision camera and all this and you know once we once we actually got to the place it was like we need to get inside now <laughs> probably the worst was when when we went to the or, or the Great River Trail um, the Great River. State Park, I believe. Yeah, it was it was this wonderful trail. It looked, for lack of a better term, it looked squatchy. 
and we started down the trail happily we just sprayed the mosquito spray on we were confident we got maybe 100 yards into the trail and then we we were all swatting at ourselves and you know i i said hey let's just go to that next clearing up there and then there was this universal callback of no we never made it <laughs> no we didn't <laughs> and then remember what happened the next day <laughs> yeah we saw like the the park was ba basically completely closed <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i still believe it was closed due to dangerous mosquito activity could be yeah <laughs> If not that, it'd have to be Mothman or something. I don't know. Yeah. So that's what led us to doing a Bryce-style investigation yeah. for our next trip. We we went to the 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 Perrot or Perro State Park. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. P E R R O T. Um, we think it was next to Mount Tremblo, but that was kind of an ongoing adventure for us. We were naming everything Mount Tremblo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I really came there with the idea that there was like one big mountain in Tremplo and it would be pretty obvious. So every time we drove up to a mountain, I was like, is that Mount Tremplo? But there were dozens of mountains there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all the same size. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it, it became a running joke through the entire trip. But the, the mountain is supposed to be part of that state park, so I think we were actually cruising along Mount Tremplo. We were right next to it. Yeah. Alright. So we're cruising along in the car at night with cameras running out of every window. Yeah. Um, Bryce would have been proud. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, like much of this trip to Tremplo and the Cross, we, we didn't really see much. I mean, the t the terrain looked beautiful for Mothman or Dogman or Sasquatch, and we just never saw anything. No, yeah. barely any signs either. Yeah, and and there were there were train tracks nearby and bridges, and we kept looking at every bridge, waiting to see Mothman sitting on top of one or trying to pull bolts out of it or something, and just just nothing. We did try some stuff outside the car on this trip. I, I got out and did some wood knocks and some howls and some whoops. Oh, yeah. I heard one callback after a wood knock, but I'm pretty sure it was either an owl or a, or a hawk. Um, it was some sort of bird. It was, it, it was too high-pitched, I think, to be anything that we were looking for. Unless Mothman has a bird call. I don't know. Um, Never know. Yeah. So we expanded our search a little bit more. We started going into Lacrosse, looking for the man bat. Um, we went up uh, Granddad Bluff, and uh, we actually did a daytime and nighttime investigation at Granddad Bluff. And I guess we were high enough that the mosquitoes weren't as bad. So uh, we were able to walk around a little bit up there. And again, you know, nothing really to see. We, we looked down at the buildings, we looked down at the trees, we had a beautiful view of like everything in lacrosse. Oh yeah, very high view. Yeah. But there was there was nothing. There was no there was no suspicious thing sitting on a bridge or on a rooftop or nothing flying through the air that we couldn't identify. Um whatever whatever Mothman activity had happened in that area, we missed it. Yeah. We, we would have seen it with all that open land. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And keep in mind, aside from all the uh, mountains and stuff, we did go on a lot of bridges. 
So, if Mothman was there, we'd probably not be here right now. <laughs> yeah, one of those bridges would have collapsed, I'm sure. Yeah. We went across the Minnesota, you know, a bunch of places. Yeah, yeah, we, we crossed the Mississippi, I think, 15 times on this trip. Yeah, probably. We also cruised up and down the Mississippi on a, on a riverboat, so we were, like, looking at other bridges that we weren't driving across. Yeah. And looking at the shorelines on both sides, and um, you know, we saw some eagles, but that was about the the biggest flying thing we saw. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah. So conclusions on that part of the trip, I, you know, I I'm not going to discount what other people saw at other times, but my conclusion is there's nothing there now. No. <laughs> so, as always, these trips lead to hunger. And um, we did stop at a, a, a nice little cafe while we were in Tremplo. Uh, uh, I think it was called the Station Cafe in downtown oh, Tremplo. Station Cafe. Yeah, they had uh, they served breakfast, but we always had coffee and ice cream when we went there. And it, it was fantastic coffee. Yeah. The, their ice cream was as good as every other. Great. Um, they had some uh, not unique choices, I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah there were some interesting were all, flavors. The ones that I had were always good. Just, I kind of struggled to figure out the names of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think I eventually figured out they had like little labels, but they're really small. Yeah, <laughs> right. See them. That's the problem with a lot of these ice cream places also. They have their little tags at the most invisible spot. <laughs> yeah. But luckily the staff there was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, ice cream and coffee aren't going to tide us over, so we had to go for a meal. And we went to the nearby town of West Salem for some pizza. And, you know, we can't go to a normal pizza place. We had to find the haunted pizza place. Yep. <laughs> it was a place called Pizza Villa. And we've been reading a little bit about it on the internet. Um, there were reports, mainly from the staff there, that, yeah, there, there was stuff being moved around and silverware clanging when there's nobody there and doors slamming and things like that what was interesting in the internet article they actually said that the owner denied any sort of ghostly activity there that it was only the staff who was reporting it and and uh visitors but uh we got to pizza villa and the first thing that struck us when we walked in is there was like this table with candles on it like one big blood red candle and a couple smaller candles and my first thought is oh my gosh they were holding a seance in here yeah keep in mind there's a teenage mutant ninja turtles thing right now, <laughs> well, it's not that serious yeah. well it was serious to me yeah. <laughs> and it didn't help you know the, the lighting in there was very dark as well yeah it, it was suspicious why it was there though yeah so you know the first thing i did of course is what i usually do i asked the waiter about it I'm like hey you know what what's the deal with these candles are you are you is this because of the ghost reportings around here because he, he was just um no i don't know anything about that um i don't know what the candles are for <laughs> it was a very confused it was it kind of just was just a brief stare and then looking back like i don't know it's yeah confusing look yeah and i i you know i i, I kind of got the feeling that he knew something and was told not to talk about it but you know we ordered our food and um the, eventually the owner came back kind of see how we were doing and um i think his name was seth if i remember right yeah um and i decided to ask him 
Now, contrary to everything the internet report had been had said, he didn't seem to have a problem at all talking about the ghosts. In that article, I actually noticed in the comments there were uh, like people who said their parents, who happened to be the owner, mm -hmm. uh, like had more information about this. So yeah. I actually kind of heard the opposite. Oh, okay. Yeah. At one point, I kind of thought that maybe the kids kind of set that all those stories up, mm -hmm. but at this point, I'm kind of confused. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, when he told the backstory about how you know someone had fallen to their death uh, from the upper floor, like right in the front of the building, and you know he was very straight with us about him not really seeing anything personally. But he had credible reports from staff, you know, who, who, who had seen things and heard things. And, you know, he mentioned hearing doors slam and stuff when, you know, there shouldn't have been doors slamming. There was nobody around. Um, I don't know. I believed him. I, I, it, it seemed legit to me. And the fact that, you know, he wasn't, you know, billing this as a haunted restaurant. He didn't have, like, pictures of ghosts in the front or anything. Yeah, I could believe what he was saying, and especially the history. He pointed out the article um, in uh, in one of the, the hauntings magazines. Um, maybe we can throw throw a picture of that up on the video. But yeah, um, it's on screen. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and the article was it was a short uh, a short blurb in in the article about Wisconsin hauntings, but uh, it basically verified what we were what we were there for. It was. You know, ghost, ghostly activity, mainly like a poltergeist kind of thing with things being moved around. It doesn't look like anybody saw any apparitions or anything like that. Um, but, you know, more importantly than that, the food was good. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the nachos, I was a little worried when he brought out the nachos. And again, nachos, price style investigation, it all kind of connects. But, <laughs> um, you know, it, I, when he first brought them out, I was like, well, you know, this just kind of looks like Tostitos with nacho cheese sauce on it, but the plate was really big. They brought a lot of them, and it tasted really good. So I was like, "All right, all right, fine. The nachos, I'll eat them." Complain <laughs> about no. And then, um, then the for the pizza, um, I, in my opinion, we gambled correctly, uh, going with the ultra thin crust instead of the thin crust. Um, is you know, we I have a thing about stuff that claims to be thin crust pizza that's actually like hand toss pizza um which, which is like a medium crust um i have a feeling that's what the thin crust would have been but the ultra thin crust was what i felt like thin crust should be it was it was like paper thin cracker thin crispy in parts uh the cheese was good the sauce was kind of understated it, it was a good pizza yeah sometimes i will i feel like they add like more cheese and sauce to those almost like they try to make up for the crust right anyway. yeah Exactly. And that's what's so special about it. Yeah. Yeah. That, my only regret was that we didn't order two. Because the problem with ultra-thin crust is it's not as filling. Right. Yeah. And they actually had some kind of special where if you order one pizza, you get an, uh, one large pizza, you get another one for like $8 or something. And so, you know, the whole time we're eating, I'm thinking for 8 bucks we could have had another one of these. <laughs> so, uh, live and learn. Next time we'll order two. Yeah. I am curious what their like medium pizza would look like. Yeah, like the pan or the or the regular thin crust. Probably yeah, pan actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I'd I'd be willing to chance the pan there. I I have a rule about not ordering 
The next step, though, the deep dish pizza, I don't order that anywhere but Chicago and the suburbs. Mm. I, I've been burned before. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go back to the candle thing for a second. Mm -hmm. um, when we asked the owner about that, um, like the ghost stories and everything, yeah. he quickly glanced at the candle. I found that kind of weird. That's right, he did. Yeah. Yeah, that was that made it even more sus. Yeah. He never once addressed the candles. He never said anything about the candles, but you're right, as soon as we asked him, he looks back at the candles. Yeah. It it had me thinking, what are they covering up here? Exactly. <laughs> there's well, there's two options. One, maybe he just looked at it cuz he was really confused. It, it didn't seem it may not have seemed like a big deal to him. Mm -hmm. But two, he might be hiding something with that. Yeah, I mean, did we just miss, like, some major seance where they were trying to contact what was in that building? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> or maybe he was expecting another group of ghost investigators later that day, and he wanted to get us out of there before before we ruined their investigation. <laughs> you know, we should have asked him about that candle. I yeah. don't think we even asked him. No, we didn't, because, I, I, you know, I was taking the other guy's explanation at face value, as, as suspicious as it was. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't actually give us, like, a no, straight answer. He, no, he just said, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, Pizza Villa. I certainly don't regret going there. It was it was a good story, and the place had a certain vibe to it. Maybe because of the candles and the darkness, yeah. and um, and good food. Yeah. Well, that's it for uh, the the Tremplo and uh, Lacrosse and West Salem portion of our uh, of our of our road trip. You'll be hearing more about some of the other places we visited soon. But uh, we'd love to hear what you think, or if you've had any experiences in these areas, or if there's any other areas you think we should be checking out. Please let us know in the comments section. As always, thanks for listening, and thanks for subscribing.